First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. We just learned that uh, the mayor called up Dr. Kent Hall and said, hey, you want to buy a parking garage? And he said, I don't think I need one. And that's how the hospital was informed. (laughs) I believe that's how it went down. That's what we're hearing. None of that is true. Uh, Good morning, Dr. Kent Hall. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? My apologies, uh, attempting to drag you into this whole thing. Uh, But, you know. Uh, Okay, let's start with with your numbers. We, uh, over the weekend, learned that New York is... Uh, on the rise, um, and it's happening in the summertime, which is very interesting because last year, uh, July and August, were, were, we were on the decline. Yeah, and I think that that goes to, you know, the fact that last year in July and August, you know, we were, we were you know, very much uh, had in our heads about social distancing and wearing masks and things, and obviously those are things that were uh, that we're minimizing now to a very great extent. So as of right now, we have uh, four patients uh, in the health system that are uh, admitted for COVID-related problems. Um, I will tell you that two of them have been fully vaccinated and two of them have not been vaccinated. The two that have been fully vaccinated are uh, relatively elderly with comorbidities and are actually doing pretty well. They're in our, our lower acuity units. The two that have not been vaccinated are both uh, younger uh, and are both in the higher acuity units. So I think mm. that, that that is an example of, you know, getting vaccinated uh, helps. It's not a it's not a panacea. Remember that the that that the vaccine does have a, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, a failure rate of about four or five percent or more, mm. depending upon which vaccine you're uh, talking about. But mm. Um, you know, for the individual, that that that, that failure is a hundred percent because it's for 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 them. So we have to have the we have to understand the difference between talking about a population and talking about the 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 what the individual um, experiences. So, you know, um, I, I think it is important that reaching a certain percentage of people who have been vaccinated, the importance of that, and maybe you can discuss this just a little bit, and I'll I'll kind of throw it at you in layman's terms. Basically, if everybody's been vaccinated, you've reduced the virus to the point where that 5% failure rate that you talked about isn't as vulnerable because fewer of the virus has, is being squelched to the point where it's almost becoming non-existent if everybody's vaccinated. Right, and that's, that's exactly what herd immunity does. What it does is to say that there basically aren't enough targets for the virus uh, for the virus to continue to propagate through the population, and so it basically stops propagating. It doesn't. The virus doesn't necessarily go away. Um, you know, smallpox still exists. It just doesn't cause disease because there are so many people that are that are vaccinated and that have been protected that now, now it doesn't circulate um, anymore. So. Uh, that's actually a bad example because actually yeah. smallpox, with the exception of being in some labs, really doesn't exist a- and anymore. But it's because of, of that. So what we're right. looking for with with uh, COVID is that if we can get, you know, 70, 75, 80 percent of the people immune where they can, where they will not propagate it, then the other 20 to 30 percent of, of the population will be protected and will not and will not get sick simply because they won't be exposed to it. A couple of questions. I don't know if you know this, Doc, but I'm just curious. Two things. 
Do we know, is the uh, COVID lottery still going on in New York State? And is there, every, is there any evidence that you're aware of that shows these incentives that were offered did nudge a certain percentage of people to get the shot? And, and do you think they should, they should continue to offer them? So I don't, I don't know whether the COVID lottery in New York State is still being used or not. I do know that incentives do work, but they only work a little bit. I mean, really, the, you know, there, there is, you have to use every tool that's in your toolbox. So sure. incentives are one. They're probably not the most um, uh, uh, powerful. I think the most powerful is actually uh, one-on-one conversations where people who have not or who have been vaccinated, you know, have a conversation with someone who is hesitant about it to understand why, to explain why it is that, that, the, that the vaccinated person got, got the vaccine. I think that that is probably the most powerful uh, tool that we can use to actually start to move people who are a little more um, hesitant or, uh, or uh, concerned about it. I want to go to Tom and Utica with a question. Hi, Tom. You're on with Dr. Kent Hall. Yes. Why doesn't the CDC emphasize that the worst comorbidity, other than being old, is obesity. If When you see a young person have a bad outcome, 98% of the time, they're huge. They don't even want, what they are they a fat, fat shaming people? Be careful. You'd be fat shaming yourself here. Be careful, Tom. Uh, Doc, what do, you, what do you say to that? Is that true? So actually, Tom is right. Uh, obesity is definitely one of the significant comorbidities along with diabetes and heart disease and and, uh, lung disease and uh, things like that. Um, And for people who are young, it does seem to be um, that the uh, people who are most obese, so with uh, BMIs above 30 to 35 percent, usually about 35 percent, seem to be at risk for the most severe disease. I, I I wouldn't characterize it necessarily as that shaming or anything, I would say that this is this is just the reality of it, you know. And, yeah, but they don't say anything to people. Well, I think well, I, I think physicians do. Um, yeah, uh, but the, the Fauci came on and said, "People lose some weight and it'll help things." I see what you're saying. Well, uh, I, uh, Tom, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna hang up and let uh, Doctor Hall finish finish your finish on your comments. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Oh, Tom hung up before I could hang up on him. Um, <laughs> Are we not doing enough, Doc? That's what Tom is saying. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with Tom in terms of we need to keep refining what the message is. We need to do it in ways that aren't shaming to people. So we don't certainly don't want to say, hey, you're, you're overweight and, you know, you know I'm not going to use pejoratives, but, you know, you, you should yeah. be getting the vaccine because of, because of who you are, you know, or because of the way you look or something like that. You should get the vaccine because... It will benefit your health and it will benefit your community's health. So, and yes, you know, I, I would, I very strongly go with what Tom says in, in terms of when I'm talking to an individual, uh, I will say to them, you know, you have risk factors that make you more susceptible to having severe disease. And one of them is the fact that you're overweight. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just a reality. And what do you say to those people about, you know, how they should, they should be careful? You know, early on in the uh, in the virus, there are some people that believed, well, listen, I'm not as I'm not vulnerable, so I shouldn't have to be uh, subjected to all of these restrictions. People who are vulnerable should stay indoors. They're the ones that should shut down. They're the <laughs> ones that should wear the mask. 
not everybody else. Um, I'm not sure you agree with that, but what do you say to those people who are vulnerable? So that goes to what I, what I said at the beginning, which is that, you know, the, the, the population is, you know, will say that, you know, if assuming that nobody was vaccinated and everybody was healthy, then your chance of, you know, getting, getting severe disease is, you know, one to 2%. Okay, well, that sounds pretty good. That sounds like, well, then I really shouldn't be that worried about it. Unless you're that 1% to 2%. Correct, And you never know when you're going to be that 1% to 2%. And so that's that's where I say, you know, you're playing playing the odds, but if you lose, there's no going back. And you have to to acknowledge that as well. Just a quick thought, and I think everybody understands where Tom is coming from, and and uh, Dr. Hall mentioned that as well, that he understands where he's coming from. But I just want to say, Fauci is like, what, the top infectious disease expert in the country, if not the world. We won't listen to him on getting a shot. So when it comes to probably cut down on the fast food and try to take a walk twice a week, they're not going to listen to him on that either. Um, I'll tell you this. I had said that uh, two weeks ago on vacation, I traveled and I just couldn't believe the number of young people, Doc, that are driving around on rascals at, uh, at Disney riding up. And I, I get it. It gets you past the line. <laughs> but the reality is they're 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 big and they're in a very dangerous place. But a lot of young people, I, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I I would say, you know, looking at all all the comorbidities, whether it's uh, morbidly obese, whether it's high blood pressure or heart disease or lung disease, if you're not vaccinated and you have any of those, you should be wearing a mask. I mean, there is is absolutely zero um, question in my mind that that is the reality. And, you know, and, you know, you you may or may not take take my advice and that's certainly up to you. But I can tell you that if that if I was, you know, if I if as Tom said, if I were Dr. Fauci and somebody came up to me and said that, that's what I would tell them. Yeah. If you don't have the strength to be able to walk from point A to point B, chances are you're going to struggle in fighting off uh, this virus or any other virus that you come in contact with. I would think. Yeah. And and this virus is particularly bad. Yeah. Dr. Hall, we have somebody asking, are the four people hospitalized uh, currently infected with the Delta variant? So we don't know that. Uh, the, uh, the Department of Health, uh, through their uh, Wadsworth lab in um, Albany, uh, gives us direction in terms of who we should be sending uh, swabs to to them to be, uh, to be tested for or to have the uh, genomic uh, testing. Right. And so we, we do that on an intermittent basis based on, you know, their, their uh, recommendations and their, and their requests. Um, I can't speak to whether any of them have tested positive for the uh, Delta variant. All right. Sue says, my son is a, is a pharmacist in Las Vegas, and he had a large increase with people coming in for the vaccine. I asked him why. He doesn't know, but he thinks it's people getting rejected trying to get into places and people mm. wanting to travel. Uh, my son also told me a long time ago, if everyone was a healthier weight, we would be able to get rid of half of the drugs we prescribe today. Probably. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Doc, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, everybody. Uh, please be safe and stay cool. It's going to be a little warm and muggy today. Another hot one uh, on the way. I'll take it. Okay, thank you. Have a great day.